0: Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Igniting the Fires. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Monday, June 12th in the year 2023. I'll tell you, we had an amazing weekend. And, um, last week, I should say, not even a weekend. It was Wednesday through Friday of an amazing bard fest that is just, um, I think it's left all of us just amazed at how the Holy Spirit worked through the whole thing. Just incredible, amazing testimonies. And every speaker in one way or another brought it hard for the love of Jesus in our life and just to awaken that true sense of passion in the warrior in Christ, which was our goal. So we have a A lot to cover on all of that tonight as kind of a recap and looking as well as some of the insanity in the world, which I didn't mind missing for a few days. But you know how that goes. You've got to step away a little bit once in a while to zero in on where the real issue is. Patriots, one thing that is for sure is we need to be stocking up on food. And food as an issue right now is one that is a weapon system that they're using against us. So don't waste time. Turn to My Patriots Supply. Patriots, you've seen the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. We've seen supply chains break down, food processing plants burn. We've seen animals cold because of so-called viruses. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Imagine a moment in the future where grocery stores could be empty, Roads close and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. Having these kits means your family will stay fed while others stand in food lines. Don't delay. Order your three month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to preparewithbards.com. You'll get fast and free shipping, too. Preparewithbards.com. Do this today. You won't regret it. Preparewithbards.com. Oh, yeah. I guess I, I have to tell you, I'm trying to still catch up on what this Trump drama is. I guess he was indicted or something. Like, I I guess I am supposed to be surprised, but I was like, okay, what else is new? These people have nothing else to do but try to waste our government resources and time trying to point the finger at President Trump for everything they do. So what can I say? It is what it is. But I do find it interesting, his level of confidence. And it's worth noting, because while other people in this world seems to be getting all Twitter pated would be a word um, over his indictment and all of this. Listen to this boldness in a piece today. I, I'll tell you if this is what's going to happen. I'm sitting back, going, "Bring me a lemonade. I'm ready." I want to read you something you wrote today
1: on Truth Social. I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the, in the history of the USA, Joe Biden, and the entire Biden crime family, and then on from there. But I mean, w- would you really appoint someone? Or do, I mean, do, where does this where does this all end?
2: Well, they've opened up the box. Look. Bill Barr is a weak uh, coward, and he didn't want to do anything on this. And yet, in many ways, a lot of people sort of, including me, I said, you know, I get it because uh, you don't want to go after uh, sitting presidents and vice presidents and all of the things. So I, I sort of got it. Not necessarily a believer, but now they've opened up the Pandora's box. And now we're in a position where we can say, and look at the corruption in the Biden family, the millions and millions of dollars pouring in from China and other places it's a disgrace from Burisma Uh, you take a look at the money coming in from Ukraine so much money and nobody does anything about that well we're gonna we're gonna get to it and now we can do it now because now the box has been opened This is the Pandora's box that has been opened and it's been wide open so I'm allowed to do that people will say now we get it
0: we've been waiting to get it for a little while but I'm ready to get it Mr. President Bring the fire, man. We're ready. We're all ready. We're all fired up, ready to bring it. So, yes, I want to make a special call out tonight to our mod Livin, and all of our mods, for that matter, but Livin in particular, because we had a lot of our mods at Bards Fest doing incredible work. And Livin, many times during the day, was the sole mod on multiple platforms. So thank you. Just the general dedication of everybody in Bards Nation was just amazing, whether you were online or present or Slinging burgers, mixing up queso kes, or whatever you're doing. All the, all the good food. The food was amazing at Bards Fest, by the way. Brought to you by Team Conley. I think that's what they're calling them themselves. Something like that. They were, the, they were the Bards Nation cook team. And it was they, were, they could have fed an army the way they were going. Just amazing. So just great, great. Oh, and yes, just for our mod punky who decided to head south for the border. Yeah, we made some good queso. You could have done better at Bard's Fest than anywhere in Mexico. Just so you know that. So anyway, that's it. We were we were bringing bringing the fire. So much fun, and it was an amazing few days, and just incredible. So it was uh, a great place to be together. And as you probably heard, which is important, and it was um, it was a blessing in so many ways. But Glad Tidings Church which is a nice big campus, is now considered the home base for Bards Nation. Anybody from Bards Nation, you are always welcome there, and I would encourage you to make the migration once in a while. It's a great church, great people, amazing, loving campus, and just a, a great place to be. And I've got some great stories which we're going to share tonight just overall, but I just want to touch base on a few of the insane things in this world. One of the things I don't want to overlook Oh yeah, I guess I should remind you about that too. Remember they're going after your money? Okay, well, don't let them take it. That's why we've got birch gold. Patriots. President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. Quote, Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times, gold, and you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. The folks at Birch Gold are amazing. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text BARDS to 989898. This is one of those decisions you will never regret. Do it today. So this is an interesting little piece here from Jacko Boyens, who is a social media developer. It just kind of gives you the, necess- the, the framing of a lot of what BARDS for is really building up to fight against. Let's not kid ourselves. And it, it really is important to get some real in this game. We are not dealing with a war of flesh and blood. We are dealing with a spiritual war that manifests in the physical, but this all begins in the spiritual. And you'll really get a good insight from a guy that understands social media very well. Take a listen to this. I want people to understand this. I've launched a social media company. We sold it. I wrote the
3: protocols on the back end for it. You have absolute control. Mm -hmm. Absolute control. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's an algorithm, but there's still human eyes that yay or nay it. 100%. So there's an army inside Meta that's complicit, that sees child porn every day I go, yep, Mm -hmm. keep it up. Mm -hmm. They can take it down in an instant. So by nature, I can judge the fruit. The Bible tells me I can judge the fruit. I judge the fruit. Yes, Zuckerberg is involved, 100%. He's still the CEO, is he not? He's still the majority shareholder, is he not? They're still giving protocol to a newbie that was just hired in Encino, California to come sit in the... In a in a you know ivory tower of Facebook and thumbs up or thumbs down a naked child being raped and abused they're a hundred percent complicit but now you need to track everything they touch you're now finding the Nigerians saying and I'm talking about the vice chairman of Interpol sitting with me at the United Nations saying hey since Meta bought WhatsApp we now have child porn on WhatsApp. So you've got to trace it back. It's a mm-hmm. protocol. It's a belief system inside Facebook, Meta, whatever, they, the, the cabal. Anything they touch, they're going to exploit children. They allow it. They live that life. They participate in it because they, they see it, Sarah. It's not like the machine is doing this and you don't see. There's human eyes that see this stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, so if you see it and you don't say something, you're complicit. You're allowing a child to be exploited. Even if you're just a staffer, where's the internal staff strike? That goes, enough, guys, we can't anymore. No, zero. Right. They're, they're, they're going along with the flow because they're led by this LBGTQ, plus, two-spirit demonized in a group of society that's devil worshipers, Moloch, and, and they don't care. They sacrifice children, and I say, say this in the movie, you get access to the dark world through the blood of a child. And that is a fact, historically. Go to Caesarea Philippi in Israel, where Jesus stood with his disciples himself and said, here, where they sacrifice children, these gates of hell will not prevail. Mm-hmm. Okay? Those folks are doing that in our lifetime on social media.
0: Oh, and they are. I'm telling you right now. These people are crazy, and they are absolutely after the children, and we know it. And the thing is that really what we're starting to realize here as we start to push back, they're, getting, they're obviously getting more vis- visible. Now, just, as a, just an interesting metaphor for you to think about and let this one sink in. So on the West Coast, which everyone always denounces, I've always told people, don't ever criticize the West Coast. Just because the governments are blue, you don't understand the heart of the people. There is a huge awakening happening on the West Coast. And I have said before the revival will begin on the West coast and it will begin primarily in Northern California and Oregon. People have put up with more tyranny than any place else in the nation. And it's been quiet and it's been long while the rest of the nation has been pointing their finger going, Oh, you guys are so liberal. That's not the majority of the state. People's faith has been getting stronger and stronger. So take a look at what happened here. So we have an amazing Bards Fest. We started out Bards Fest Tuesday evening with a light rain cleansing. God cleansed the space. And for the next three days, the weather has been, actually the last five days, the weather has been perfect, not too hot, beautiful, clear, sunny skies. That extended all the way down the West Coast, all, all the way up and down the West Coast. Great weather. Things are in bloom. Plants are coming up boldly. Everything is up there. The hay is is the biggest, some of the biggest harvests we've had in hay in, in years, all happening right now. And on the East Coast, particularly New York, the home of Ball himself, you You have fires in Quebec. You have the skies that are turning orange and polluted. You can't even see. That's a straight metaphor to what we're dealing with right here. We are literally starting the spiritual war, and it has begun. It's out here on the West Coast, and it's coming like a storm, and it's going to start sweeping this nation, and you're seeing where the true evil rests. Sure, there's strongholds of, of evil on the West Coast, and they'll be broken. There's no question about that. But you're looking at the true facing offs of the evil. We have dark, gloomy, suppressive, keep people in the keep people down and destroy them for the fires and, and everything else. And then you have the other side, which you have light and hope and power and the rising faith in the Holy Spirit. So check check this out. This is an awesome piece today that is that was uh, came out. And this is a a softball team that's part of the Collegiate World Softball Championships. I believe they're from Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, they are interviewed by uh, Lucifer's interview agency, known as uh, ESPN, and they're asked about how they can be keep happy and joyful during these ups and downs of their of the seasons. Take a listen to this. This is awesome.
2: Alex Garber with ESPN, for for the players, I know you talked about keeping the joy of the game, but I'm curious, it's a long season, right? And you guys have had the target on your back the entire time, the win streak being number one. How do you handle the unique pressure that comes with that? How do you keep the joy for so long when anxiety seems like a thing that could very easily set in?
4: Well, the only way that you can have a joy that doesn't fade away is from the Lord. And any other type of joy is actually happiness that comes from circumstances and outcomes. Um, I think Coach has said this before, but joy from the Lord is really the only thing that can keep you motivated, motivated. Um, uh, just in a good mindset, uh, no matter the outcomes. Thankfully, we've had a lot of success this year, but if it was the other way around, uh, joy from the Lord is the only thing that can keep you embracing those memories, moments, friendships, and all of that. So, uh, I would, that's really the only, the only answer to that because there's no other way that softball can bring you that, um, because of how much failure comes in it and just how much of a roller coaster the game can be. 1000% agree with grace Lyons. um i went through that my freshman year i i was so happy to win the call i've talked about this before but i was just so happy that we won the college world series but i didn't feel joy i didn't have i didn't know what to do the next day i didn't know what to do for that following week i didn't feel filled and i had to find christ in that and i think that is what makes our team so strong is that we're not afraid to lose because if it's not the end of the world if we do lose. Yes, obviously we've worked our butts off to be here and we want to win, but it's not the end of the world because our life is in Christ and that's all that matters. Yeah, um, I think a huge thing that we've really just latched onto is eyes up. And you guys mm-hmm. see us doing this and pointing up, but we're really like fixing our eyes on Christ. And that's something where like they were saying, you can't find a fulfillment in an outcome, whether it's good or bad. And um, I think that's why we're so steady in what we do and, and our love for each other and our love for the game because we know this game is giving us the opportunity to glorify God. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think once we figured that out and that was our purpose and everyone was all in with that, um, it's really changed so much for us. And, I mean, I know myself, I, I've seen so much of a growth in myself with – um, once I turned to Jesus and I realized how he had changed my outlook on life, not just softball, but understanding how much I have to live for, and that's living to exemplify the kingdom. And I think that brings so much freedom. And I'm sure everyone's story is similar, but we all have those great testimonies that have really like, shown how awesome it is to play for something bigger. Um, and I think that's just what brings me so much joy and no matter the outcome, whether we get a trophy in the end or not, we're, this isn't our home. And I think that's what's amazing about it is we have so much more. We have an eternity of joy with our Father, and I'm so excited about that. And, yes, I live in the moment, but I know this isn't my home. And um, no matter what, my sisters in Christ will be there with me in the end um, when we're with our, our King. So,
0: Amen, I'll tell you. It's- Oops. This is how this war is being won. Seriously. This is such a powerful testimony to the fact that as you start to get people awakening and being bold in Christ, what I've been saying, open, carry your faith. There's a great example of it. Open, carry your faith. Don't be hesitant. Throw it out there. There's CNN. You could just see those crazy fools in the back room going, what do we do? She said, Jesus, Oh my goodness. She said, Jesus quick. Can you hit the edit button? No, Can't. She said it again. Can't do it again. Can't do it again. Oh my goodness. And they're running around like their hair on fire. Meantime, their demons are shaking out of them. They're falling on the ground, going through deliverance. They're spitting up whatever they're spitting up. It'd be awesome. I'd love to film that scene. That'd be pretty good. Wouldn't it be like shock the power of those demons right out of them. Let's go. Come on over to Glad Tidings Church. We'll take care of you with a bunch of Bard's people and the Glad Tidings people teaming together. Look out, baby! Yeah, that's see that's that's the way we're going to fight and win this thing. So it, it's awesome, and this is literally what we're what we're witnessing right now is that as they keep pushing and people start realizing how much threat and they're trying to take on, we've been really easy going, and we've been very compliant, way too compliant. We've been very accepting, way too accepting. We've, we've bent like a branch. We've turned ourselves inside out like Semper Gumby. Uh, we've, we've done everything we can to try to be the peaceful walking God, but we misunderstood that message, and we're starting to get it right. And if there's one thing that comes out of Bards Fest, it's like you've got to be bold in your faith, and you've got to be have a warrior heart in this time. All this nonsense is going on here, Patriots, we have, an, we have an opportunity to transform the world through prayer to begin with. and we, Prayer needs feet. We got to have action on the ground, but don't underrate the power of walking within the authorities that God gave us. Truly walking with the authorities that God gave us. It's a really interesting experiment that Princeton did, and they put sensors all over the world. I was talking to a guy who was last night at the Glad Tidings Church up in Nevada County and Grass Valley. Super guy. He was there actually at Bars Fest. Absolutely loved it. And this is a uh, this is somebody who is comes from a. A more of an Eastern spiritual background that's accepted Christ and he's on fire with Jesus. And we were ta- he was telling me about this experiment that where literally what they did is they put these sensors on, they put them on trees, they put them in, in the, the atmosphere, they, they, sensed, they put them on plants and on the earth. And they every time that there was what they call a heart moment and they were measuring frequencies... Every time there was a heart moment, like something dramatic happened, like we'll just take an example, like Princess Diana died, this, this, every one of their sensors connected to a plant and to the soil and to the trees, it spiked. It went right off the top. And what it was proving is that emotionally we're all connected, but we should take that to another level because we are stewards of the earth. God gave us the earth to steward. Jesus says, you have the authority to step on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the dominion of evil. So if you can imagine now, and think about this for a minute, they keep shocking us with fear and pain. And every time that happens, that sends a sonic wave across this earth that's not going to be positive to the growth of anything. It's just constant negative energy. But if we're going to counter offensive this thing, I mean, this is hardcore spiritual warfare, overpowering evil, having dominion. And at the center of all of that is joy. So when you, if you get down, I mean, the one thing that should come out of Bars Fest is you had, we had amazing testimonies, powerful testimonies. If you want to talk about somebody who's on the front line all the time, always finding life and humor in a, in a good way and framing it with joy, it's Dr. Frank. He just brought it at the Bards Fest and he just, he brought it in his testimony and ability to always find a quirky way of looking at things and to laugh at it and to keep on going. And just so I say, and I remind everybody here, but I remind Dr. Frank, if you're listening, remember what I told you, Dr. Frank, Bard's Nation is your home. Anytime you need prayer, anytime you need to be re-energized, you either come on this show or you give us a call and we will put you on the prayer team, prayer list, I mean for our prayer group every every Friday, and we will pray you, pray you, pray you up, and we'll get you re-energized and refilled with the Holy Spirit. And that extends to anybody that needs that, obviously. But, oh yeah, by the way, Dr. Frank can sing. He used to sing opera, so as his warm-up, when they were getting the mic, as they were starting to go, he gave us a little run on, on the mic on how to, how to him good, well he could sing, and he can sing well. You know, we, and we had powerful testimonies swinging across. Joe Vega, Sergeant Major Joe Vega, a good friend of mine, I'm so glad he came, honored and blessed. He gave testimony there that he had never given before, and I know that that testimony that he gave was reserved only for team rooms and private places with people that he could trust. But well, he presented a testimony that was heartbreaking and yet a soul of a man that stood there telling you the testimony of honesty and walking in Christ and the importance of Jesus in his life. Patriots, this is a time right now that this is truly a fight of fights and it's no time to be waffling. If you know people that are, that are not sitting on that fence, it's time to bring them to Jesus. I mean, somebody came in last night to church in, at, at Grass Valley and she was just in tears And she says, you know, she just lost, she's been losing a friend like every other day recently. And when, what she said last night is that she lost a friend and the tears, it was hard to lose a friend, but the deeper tears was that she knew this person had not come to Jesus. And she just, she's just made the testimony. It's like, you need to come to Jesus now. Look, we're, we're right in the heartbeat of this, of this war. And, That timing is God's timing, but the storms are rising. The storm's clouds are coming, and it's right before us, and we can see the intensity. And there's going to be a whole bunch of people out here that are clueless to what this is. They don't see it. They don't understand it, but they're clueless. I mean, one of the most awesome things at the end of the whole thing was on Saturday morning. So blessed with everybody that came, so thank you, and to Marysville. Marysville's got a horribly dark history to it. Marysville has had over 300 ritual murders by the satanic cult that was there. That was, and they're they're horrific murders. They would get people drunk in the bars and, and get them out under underground tunnels. And this is not old, by the way. This is relatively recent in the last 20, 30 years. And they would take them out. And obviously, while they're drunk, still alive, they'd perform the human sacrifice on them. And this has happened in Marysville. Then there's a long history of, the Chinese labor and abuse there, the child sex trafficking, all of this. And so we came together and we had great pastors that were there, Pastor Dave, Pastor Israel. Uh, we had a couple of pastors from the local church in Marysville, and they really brought it. It was great. And then we prayed to, to cast that out. We prayed to break the, break the chains of, of bondage. And then the great thing is that people broke up into groups and they were actually able to go to places like the hotel where where McVeigh died and the the uh, house where he started his satanic stuff. And then there's this portal where the Chinese celebrate and they prayed to bring in the dragon spirit. So I asked somebody and I said, so how was your day? And they said, it was an awesome day. I said, what does that look like? And this was Saturday afternoon. So what did that look like to you? And he's like... Well, let's see. In the morning, we prayed to cast out demons and break the shackles and bonds of controlled people there, and then we we walked around and we we prayed to seal a portal for a dragon and slay a dragon with prayer, and then we went out and had a great lunch. <laughs> I'm like, that's Bars Nation right there, baby. That's it. That's that's a good old day of like be all you can be, and this is this is how this war is really going to be fought and won. And it's gonna take that sort of intensity and the sort of focus and the partnering they were doing together. Unbelievable relationship now we have built as well with Navajo Nation. All thanks to, well, at the center of that's all is the Holy Spirit and our Father God, but uh, Vice President Myron Lizer and his wife Dottie, beautiful, beautiful people. And we had an opportunity to have them give honest testimony about their lives and, and, how, and how they walk in their, in their world and I, I I'll tell you, it's just, it just came out of that. It was an amazing bridge that was built between Glad Tidings Church and Navajo Nation. And as it looks now, I, and Pastor Dave and, and Cheryl, his wife, and I are going to be going down in the next month or so to spend some time on Navajo Nation and be shown how they live. So... That's that's going to be another amazing opening, and I'm sure there's going to be great things that come out of that. So I, I'm excited about all of this. Pastor Anthony Thomas, he was came in from Naples, and just he brought it. He just another great powerhouse of a speaker. He had Shemaine Nugent there who gave an amazing speech and perfectly timed the way it all came together. He had Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers who closed out Friday night. All of these people, every one of them, were just lit by the Holy Spirit when they were there. Pastor Brad Cummings came in and started it all. And you know what was really striking to me is when he did an altar call, there was about 40 people that came up for that altar call. And that just spoke volumes to me. It spoke volumes of the honesty of people, the the need, and where we were at. And it's it's something that we need to keep in mind that Christian faith is not supposed to be a weak faith. And it's become that it's become a faith that's been corrupted by a skinny gene pulpit in a worthless way of their speak about the scriptures, which isn't the church's scriptures. It's God's scriptures. It's God's word and God didn't tell us to be weak and pathetic. And the problem is that that's, what's become stereotypical of most Christian churches these days. This is a bold time. This is a time to be out in front of this. This is a time to be carrying your open faith, open, carrying your faith in the world. This is a time to be understanding that this is truly a world that is we're in a fight that's way beyond our principalities. This isn't this isn't a flesh and blood fight. And that's the thing that I th- would hope that everybody got out of this is when we we left this this event, and I asked somebody who was at Glad Tidings Church, he's a longtime member of Glad Tidings Church, like over 30 years. And I asked him at, at Saturday night. I said, so how did it, how did it feel? And he said, you know, Scott, he said, if I could sum up one thing about this few days, he said, I left with the pressing question and to the question I must answer. Where do I, where do I find my place on this battlefield? That was echoed by many, many people. And it's so important that that mentality, that focus gets into everybody. Our fight is very real. And though it may not be understood by others, and I think it's a good way of putting it, imagine the fight that we've been through for the last three years. And we hear this conversation all the time, how it's like, I talk to people, and it's like, they don't hear me. Well, that's because they're not tuned in. They don't have a relationship with God, a deep one. They're not walking with the Spirit. They're out here meandering around, thinking they can get through this, or they're lost, they don't understand it. They haven't been given eyes to see. And they don't have ears to hear. Our role right now is, is prescient. I mean, we are on this cusp of great things happening. And the thing is that I go back to that moment of, you know, this, this, an example I was giving of this experiment that Princeton did. I mean, when you imagine the impact of prayer and how a prayer can, is how they were measuring a heart spike in people. So as a person's heart flashed up in pain or anger, that was replicated and felt across everything across this globe. That's truly all of us being connected. This is the connection through the body of Christ. We have a tremendous power on this world to control its destiny, and it is a must, and we must, and that's going to require all of us to be highly focused and zeroed in, ungrounded in our prayer and our focus of this world. As you all know, I was very blessed to have my parents there. Great honor. I know they had wanted to go to the last Barts Fest, but it was just way too long of a trek. This was wonderful, and um, I, I, I was very humbled. And just to have as many people there from Bars Nation as we did was great. And thank you for all of you that were online as well. Now, just as a footnote on this, because I mentioned it earlier, someone, I saw a couple posts this morning. It's like, oh, Scott, you haven't posted for a few days. Well, we were live streaming, believe it or not. That does count for a post, just so I say it. But all of this, I'm working through all the episodes right now, and over the next 48 hours, We should have not only all the audio episodes, those should be done by tomorrow, all the audio episodes broken down hour by hour. So there'll be Barts Fest and then the speaker's name. But then the next is to go to YouTube, and that might take a couple more days, but all the YouTube uh, clips will be edited down to one-hour clips and posted by speaker name. And I guarantee you YouTube's going to flag me on something just because YouTube does that and they do that well. But that's okay. So you're going to have a good, a, a just a really good catalog of stuff you can go back to. And even if you listen to it, I would highly recommend that you go back and listen to some of this again. I am. um, And it just is make, it made such a, a difference um, as I've heard some of these things, some of the things I've missed, just really powerful. You know, talking to Brad Cummings this morning, Pastor Brad Cummings, and he was saying that how he had had a whole message built out. He prayed on it and he had this whole message and he got up on stage and the Holy Spirit just changed everything. And he just spoke from his heart and he said he was even surprised himself of what was coming out. I've been there so many times. And with that, the message was so appropriate because when you look at the arc of events, and this is kind of the way that I was describing it to somebody this morning. Actually, I was talking to Pastor Anthony Thomas this morning. Every, by the way, everybody's back home safe, which is wonderful, um, including the, the notorious kilted Duncan and Conley pair that drove literally. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Uh, drove from Texas. Also, J.C. Bird, man, awesome. If you, haven't, if you haven't got a chance to meet him, he came from Texas. Just one of the many people. I'm, not, I'm just highlighting people. they just great people just all the way around. Uh, he had a great testimony. I'm going to go over that tonight um, on Fishers. I just think there's a lot of things to touch on. But I totally got sidetracked. I don't even know where I was going. Anyway, we'll just keep rolling here. This is just one of these conversations about Bars Fest. And it's just it's just awesome the way things all came together. And just such in a wonderful experience. Uh, to th- We had a family from Amarillo, if you remember. That was Jonathan and his family came. Uh, what a beautiful family and, and I I am going to share a testimony where theirs is right now and just kind of give you the impact of how we walk um Jonathan was Jonathan's wife shared with me something it was very touching and it was just that when I got back from Isaiah 61 which was last fall she said you started talking about healing and casting out demons and uh and she said we we'd never heard of this before she said but but we trust you. So we started researching it. And she said we so we got rebaptized in the Holy Spirit as a family. And she said, things have just been massively transformational. When they drove out, this is one of the coolest stories ever. When they drove out, they were they they drove by this bike marathon thing. And it was a fundraiser for a bunch of LGBTQ freakos. So Jonathan says to me, he's like, oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. These people, they're just, this is not wrong. So they started praying for rain. And and Jonathan says that as they passed them, a rainstorm broke out and washed out all the bikers behind them. <laughs> I just love stories like this. It's like, oops, sorry, you're wearing rainbow colors today. The wrong rainbow. That's not, not yours. That's God's rainbow. Oops. So I hope you, hope you ha- can have a towel. Hope it's in a dry bag because you're going to be wet now. So it's it's just been an amazing time. Amazing time to meet a lot of people. I'm so proud to have met many of you. And and it's um, and again, Jim Conley's team, we're going to talk more about that tonight. Amazing group of people. God put in my heart two major things that had to happen in this Bards Fest. One was we needed to awaken the warrior spirit in Christ. And two, we needed to break bread. Well, Jim Conley stepped into the gap on that one. And he literally, he's told me, and I've teased him and, and we've talked, we talked about how he used to run a barbecue grill. So I want to be clear about something here. Okay, running a barbecue grill on a gas barbecue is one thing. Running a grill team off of wood and charcoal is a completely another level of, of gameplay. If you don't charcoal, wood, smoke, barbecue, then you don't know what I'm talking about. Trust me, it's a whole nother level. So Tuesday night, we had a small setup team that had come in and... That setup team helped do that, because we bought four barbecues and they all had to be assembled and then they had a bunch of tables to set up. So I called Jim, I was over at the store and I said, I was actually on my way in a little bit and I said, hey, um, how many people? So I, I ended up buying about 30 steaks and I said, okay, we'll just do some steaks and a salad and, and have a nice dinner and, and, and kind of start things off. And thinking we would not have that many people, we ended up with like 25 steaks on the grill, 27 steaks, something like that on the grill at one time. And Jim cooked every single one of them to perfection. And I was like, man, you know what you're doing, brother. So it was was a great way of starting. And what was really interesting about that moment is it gave a snapshot into what was going to be what I considered the most important part of the entire festival. Or campfire event or whatever you want to call this. Warrior conference, probably. It was breaking bread. Because we we broke bread that night and it was just an amazing evening of casual conversation, but thanks to Jim and his amazing team, it included many a couple right off the top, uh, Angel S. Angelina Armand and and Flightworks Mary, were two of them that were there and many others. I'm not under, I'm not over I'm not forgetting anybody intentionally. Just but there's a whole list of it about an eight person team. They gave themselves a hundred percent to making sure food was there and attended very little of the event inside. We're able to listen to it outside. And I just, I'm grateful for that because that was, we prayed on that whole, we prayed at the beginning of that over the food, just like Jesus and, and, and the sermon on the Mount, just to be able to feed the masses with pieces of fish and bread. We never ran out of food. No one ever went hungry. The team worked tirelessly for two solid days behind grills and cutting and prepping. Jim led an amazing team and all of that. And the memory of all of that is every time I came out, when we had meals, whether it was lunch or dinner, the conversations were incredible. Nobody was sitting around by themselves. Everybody was engaged in conversation. And it was as if they had known each other the whole life. Well, that's truly the Holy Spirit working through everybody. And it's an environment of love. If there's one thing that comes out with glad tidings, it's just a massive environment of love. So here's some others. Um, Thank you, Flightworks Mary, just put this up. J. Wu, X. Fisher, ECMAC, OneNote, and Linda. And there may be more. And if I miss you, uh, Flightworks Mary will email me later. I know she will. So just an awesome experience. We had um, all of the goodies that were in this, we made speakers bags for each one, which included a Bards t-shirt printed by our in-house t-shirt master, Bear, on, at, our, at our Bards Nation t-shirt shop. And then we had, um, we had mugs for each person that were made by our in-house knees to the altar seat, which is Jennifer Renee, unbelievably talented. And then we had, uh, all of the goodies were made by MB night, which is midnight bakery, Mary Beth, who just started her ministry and it's all ministry based on baking. So everything that they got was blessed and created by talented and wonderful Barge nation folks, which was incredible. And that was just, that was amazing. And just, again, just a fantastic festival. And thank you for all of you that were online and enjoying it and sharing it with us because that just extended the, the reach and the waves of greatness across, um, across the way. So um, really just wonderful in all that came together and that it took a team to do it. I think the one thing I can tell you as a takeaway, because Glad Tidings has talked about this a lot is that this was a unique festival for them. They had not experienced anything like this before. They were really not prepared to have this variety of speakers speak so passionately about Jesus. And they had not done a festival where everybody stayed there to eat together. And that is the key part there is we were building fellowship and fellowship of memories that will last forever and only set the foundation for stronger and greater works in He as we move forward into this fight. It's important that we take all of that. And if you're online, if you were online, you did not do not feel that you, you're not part of this in any way. We created a massive effect because everybody was tied together. The thing is that Bars Nation now has a home base at Glad Tidings Church. That's for anybody in Bard's Nation. And that's important to know. And there's a lot of activities. We're going to keep a Bards Fest there every year now. That will. That's just so you know you can count on that, and that will be an annual event there. We're we're going to start working out the details and times of that coming up, and it's just going to be a great way forward. Now, the next Bards Fest is going to be in Kansas. I, I I'm going to say this; it's really important. It's not going to be very popular, but I'm I'm not committing to Portland right now. Okay, I'm not, and there's a lot of reasons I'm not. I'm really not feeling it. I'm telling you, it has not. It just is. is something weird about this. I am. Committed to two major events coming up this fall. I want to see a really successful Bard's Fest in Kansas, and we have a member here that wants to have a Bard's Fest in Chile, and I want that to be a big success. In fact, I I'm going to see if I can't even attend that one, but that's kind of where we're going to put our focus right now, and we'll just see how that is going to go. But we're gonna we're gonna make things. Incredible this year, and with what we have, and we're going to keep moving. But there is um, our next focus is Kansas, and we're, I'm going to have a call on that later this week and moving that forward and really trying to make that the next one to really shake the world. And it's going to be very different by nature of what it's going to be. It's going to be, in my opinion, like all, it will be equally great. So we'll keep that rolling. And that's about it. We just had an incredible time. And um, just want to thank everybody that was part of it. If, um, oh, by the way, the, the ending piece, as you all know, but it wasn't live streamed. We do have it. I'm going to, Duncan sent me the footage. I'll see if it, I'll probably put it up tonight, at least by tomorrow morning, was the breaking of 300 pots, all handmade by Jennifer Renee. Absolutely amazing. And we, Pastor Dave blew the shofar before, and then he did three short staccato blows of the horn, and then everybody broke their 300 pots, We had, and then after that, uh, the, all the shofars blew, and it, it was just an, a, an electric moment there overall, um, very powerful. I think overall, there's just some amazing events that happened. I have some stories I'll share tonight on fishers, some wonderful, wonderful stories, one in particular on Sean. I want to share that tonight. He's a really wonderful soul that came in from Portland. And so just some amazing moments of people finding, just being embraced by the Holy Spirit. I think this is a lot of what this was. This was recharging. This was a recharging week and reminding ourselves that the heart of of being a strong Christian is the heart of a warrior. And the heart of a warrior carries with it the sense of being meek and mighty at the same time. Meek is humble and mighty at the same time. So I hope that's what you got, because I know that's what we got. And that's going to carry us now forward as we face an enemy that thinks it's got us on the run. But I've got some other decisions or just other news for them. It ain't going to work. So, patriots, with that, let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for this last few days and this. Thank you for this amazing fellowship of people we have here that are connected so deeply, both physically and online. Truly really a blessing as we share each other's lives and share experiences and we grow stronger in, together in the body of Christ. Father, I'm just praying for a blessing of, of just a blessing of miracles and, and blessing of, of of all the resources needed in these next few days as we, for each person is whatever they're needing on their heart whether it's an understanding of where to go, whether it's a, a needed resources to make the next step, whether it's a health issue. Father, we just ask for that blessing to pour out over all of Bar's Nation, just to, to open heaven and pour that out, to be just amazed and blessed and experience the miracles of heaven before their very eyes, and to use that as a moment to create greater testimony, to inspire deeper love and pursuit in the in the greater works and all of the taskings that Jesus said we could do and to become more empowered within the authorities given to us on this on this earth, to truly understand that our primary directive has always been to share the gospel, from there to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and truly, Father, to do greater works. And with all of those things, to feel that time in these coming days, just to be able to lean into you and for whatever their need is, Father, just I just pray that it will be it'll be blessed and, and received and provided by heaven. So that those needs with the within the love of Christ and the need for mission forward will be fulfilled, the miracles will be witnessed, and the strength and the love in the in this body that we've created in, in Bar's nation and the greater body of Christ will just continue to rise. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So it's a time really to um just celebrate, as far as I'm concerned. It's it's um it's a beautiful time to just understand that we have so much power within the body of Christ, and we have so much power together. And it's a a reminder that truly we've been given these authorities for a reason. Our enemies are doing everything it can to try to demoralize us, but what was experienced and what was witnessed is that and that isn't going to happen. It is not going to happen at all. So, it's a beautiful time to be alive. Exciting event to have been part of. If you haven't seen it all, just so you know, all of these are available currently on YouTube. You have to go onto the Bards FM site where it says live, click on live, and you will find all of the Bards Fest episodes. There's two on Wednesday, and then there was three, or I think we had three per day, three blocks of stuff. So they're there. They're just not broken down by speaker, and they're not categorized into a a watch list or a playlist yet. But you can definitely find them. It's easy to find. And for the what I'll do is set up a, a temporary playlist tonight, just so you have them available. They're easy to find, and I'll just put Bard's Fest. And you can find them, and then we'll update them as we go. But if you haven't watched it, take some time. Really encourage you. If you have watched it, I'd encourage you to watch it again. It's really worth. All that's there is a lot of incredible material and so much more to discover as well. So, patriots, I'll see you tonight. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time. Oh, God bless, and out for now. And, And by the way, Duncan does not have a show tonight, so I'm just gonna let chat play here for a while, as long as you'd like to hang out and chat. All right, out for now.
1: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship,